Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Claudia Monticelli, the host of this podcast, Let's Talk Soul. Over the years, after having interviewed so many people on so many different topics, I realized that what interested my audience wasn't really the individual topics per se, but was how it impacted them, how it touched their soul. So I'll invite you all to lay back, put your feet up, and if you like what you hear, leave a review, five-star review. I'd appreciate that. So just enjoy your listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm your host, Claudia Monicelli, with another episode. Today, I have uh, an interesting topic that all of us will just love. What is your favorite topic to talk about? It must be food. <laughs> I'm with Ke- Faye Wilkin. Say hello, Faye, to our audience. Hello. <laughs> Faye's talking to us from the UK. And she's a nutritionist. Uh, she helps independent business, a busy independent women who want to do everything, but just can't seem to find the time to do that. And she supports them and guides them into along their path, um, trying to get a handle over their health. Now, how did you get into this, Faye, into nutrition, you yourself? So I've always been a very big cook. Um, love, love, love cooking, love food. Really? Um, yes, I absolutely love it. Um, but into the more nutrition side of things and I guess the health around food. Right. Um, I really got into it during, as many did, I think, um, sort of during the period of the COVID. Ah. Um, and I, I sort of looked at how I could improve my health um, with what I eat. And mm-hmm. I started to experiment a lot and I started to. Oh, tell us, really tell us, tell us about these <laughs> experiments. What were some of the good experiments? So definitely um, a, a big thing for me is seasoning and also okay. just finding clever ways to make food quickly as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a corporate main my main job is sort of in, in corporate and um for, for me incorporating a variety of food and recipes um mm-hmm. is not always easy if you try to make it complex mm-hmm. um so that was a very big thing for me sort of how can I make the most delicious and nutritious food but in in a way that it doesn't leave me cooking for hours mm-hmm. um well, and let me stop you just a moment, Faye. What is, I, I, I'm dying to find out, what is your favorite food? Absolutely. So for me, probably my favorite meal um, is cod tacos. Uh-huh. And can so you explain it for the international audience? They may not know what a taco is. Absolutely. So it's sort of a, a mini tortilla mm-hmm. um, type thing. And we warm it up in the oven till it's nice and crispy. Mm-hmm. And then I usually top that with some red cabbage, some blackened cod um, with lovely cumin and lots of lovely spices um, and then some sour cream and then maybe some feta as well. So I, I love those and they're so quick and simple to make. So that's something, say, you could possibly eat any time of day. Is that right? 
Oh yes, definitely. Okay. I, I try to okay. have that even for breakfast some days good, with eggs good. and it works really well. Mm-hmm. So, so you're out, I mean, you're very, very busy and you're doing all of your work and um, you have a very important date. A person comes to pick you up and they want to impress you and they know you're a nutritionist. What would really impress you? Where would they take you and you would be impressed? For me, probably a sort of fusion restaurant. Okay, what do you mean by fusion restaurant? Maybe something like a a Thai sort of mixed with Middle Eastern. Different mixed uh different cultures mixed fused together is that what you mean not many people know what fusion restaurants a fusion um uh eating areas are could you explain that to us yes exactly so um sort of a a cuisine where you can try lots of different um food from around the world and Uh whether that be a little bit of indian a little bit of thai Mm -hmm. um i think when you go to a restaurant and they can do that very well it's it's very special and it's not something that you do at home Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um you also uh are a of course you're you're a coach of sorts right Um, and you help women who need help, right? Don't you think that these women could cook on their own? I mean, what is it that you feel you do, actually? What is your purpose or what is your role working with women? It's only women, is that right? Yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. Um, My mission is to really sort of empower Mm -hmm. ambitious women, who find it really hard to integrate healthy routines into their life and to really empower them to be become in control of that and to mm-hmm. achieve their health goals through nourishment and through mindset. Okay. So let's say, let's put that on a par with something else. Um, I come from a, a background where a lot of the work I do is spiritual in nature. You know, I'm a psychic and things like that. So, and my sister uh, is a hairdresser. So everyone has their own, um, you know, uh, and I'm a linguist. So I would say, uh, t- I would typically think, well, as soon as someone opens their mouth and you hear what they say, you know w- what they're like. And my sister would say, no, all you have to do is look at their hair and the way they have their hairstyle and you know that speaks for them. And um, and I, you know, what would see that I'm, I'm sort of um, curious about what is it that brought you really to put that emphasis on food in the sense that of course, we need food to live. And today, in this day and age, we, uh, you talk about fusion. So we're at a level where it's not survival food. Where this is gourmet uh, to a certain degree. Um, why uh, could this help women do whatever they want and control their life through nutrition? Are you talking about their weight balance or, or not? What is it through nutrition that you can help them with that's a very good question Mm -hmm. um and i think most people do sort of use food as a direct relation to to weight um Uh and sometimes um it's not really a wildly known uh, thing yet I i don't believe that it actually impacts so much more um you know your your gut is 
directly linked to your brain and if you have an unhappy gut it can really it can cause stress problems it can cause diseases of sorts and I, I genuinely think a good diet not only helps you to maintain a healthy weight mm-hmm. um, it also makes you feel energized it helps your skin health it makes your hair healthier it mm-hmm. it makes you calmer it mm-hmm. helps reduce stress levels right. um, and I read a recent study um, that actually said they put a a group of 30 people in a trial for six months um Uh all of these people were clinically depressed um they put them through therapy and through a healthier diet and the people Uh that didn't do therapy they just improved their diet and lifestyle um had a much bigger impact on reducing their symptoms Uh okay okay um can you tell us of a, a success story in your work with women and also a failure case study that you had, a, a case with a woman? Let's talk about the positive first. <laughs> Absolutely. That sounds like a good idea. So uh-huh. um, I also I'm also trained in behavior change. Uh-huh. Um, so for me, that's a, a very big part of it. And right. a lady came to me and she sort of she had a very, very good understanding of nutrition yeah. and what she yes. should be doing. What she, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, she, she said to me, Faye, I know that I'm not having enough of this. I know that I uh-huh. need to do this. I need to do this. And I said, okay, so, so why so what you, do you want me you... for? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and she said, I can't, I can't do it. Like I, I'm, I can't make these changes. I, I know exactly what to do. I'm not doing it. Um, so with her, um, mm-hmm. although I, in the end, I gave her um, sort of a recipe plan, I sort of went through what what her individual body needed to nourish her properly. I also sort of even more so worked yeah. on the mindset aspect of it, because yeah. she was self sabotaging. Uh huh. In how, and, how uh, could you give us an example? So in terms of she she knew say on a, a Thursday night she had uh-huh. a full fridge um and she was ordering McDonald's all the time <laughs> I see I see it wasn't right okay, okay. She, she was all that comfort her, comfort food yeah that that yeah a lot exactly. of people call it comfort food um and you tell us this as a um as an example of a of a success story why what was the end result of working with this woman so the end result um was so she joined my three-month program um which I would also say depending where clients are on the scale that sort of makes the most impact absolutely um and her kind of mindset around it all completely transformed and by the end of it Mm -hmm. she wanted to she wanted to do the healthy thing that she wanted to make the healthy choice and Uh she was doing it without you know sort of any resistance okay so there's no hypnosis involved I'm joking no I'm joking (laughs) (laughs) okay let's go on to that failure story yes so um I actually everyone has one everyone has one so (laughs) you're in good company Absolutely. I completely Mm -hmm. agree. Um, So definitely one client that I had last year, she sort of took all the actions, you know, she came to the weekly calls, um, she set goals, um, she sort of seemed like she was 
doing okay with it and then sort of six weeks in um she was sort of coming to the calls and she wasn't really engaging uh-huh. and she was saying oh yeah I, I did I did maybe 20% of the plan last week uh. um and you know I'm trying my best but it's too hard and she she kept making excuses excuses excuses, excuses. Mm-hmm. and in the end I had to say I don't feel like you're ready to make this change. Okay, so that how that's how it ended. And how long uh, did that take for you to say that? How many weeks or days that that you just you know took you to decide? So around six weeks that was. Ah, okay, that's quite a long time. Yeah, and did she agree with you? She did in the end. Initially, she became quite def- defensive, and she ah, sort of, of said, oh, yeah, yeah." So she was sort of like, "Well, maybe it's maybe it's your plan that's not working. Maybe this, Ooh. maybe that." And yeah, 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 yeah. So, and then in the end, she was very much like, "I think, I think right. she sort of got some self awareness." Yeah, yeah. And she yeah, said, yeah. "You know what? You're right. So, I'm not prioritizing." Yeah, it. and she's never come back. She's never come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and hope maybe one day when she's. Ready yeah, when she's action. ready. Yeah. <laughs> so you talked about three months and things like this. Give give us a walkthrough. Walk us through. Someone comes to you. I come to you. Let's say I've got to lose. I don't know ten pounds. Uh, how how's the scale in um in the UK? What is it? Stones? Would I don't know. Uh, let's say kilograms. Let's say ten kilograms. I have to lose ten <laughs> kilograms. So and and my idea is I'm very happy with my life. I'm a happy person and I love the activities that I do, but I'm carrying around all this weight. So what do you do with me? So I would probably for the first session, it's very much about listening. So I'd sort of really find out the root cause of um, why that hasn't happened so far and what what support you need from from me. Uh Um, And then we would explore your why because that will always bring you back to the motivation and and motivation is fleeting. So when in times when you don't want to make the healthy choices, yeah, I sort of train you to to keep going back to why am I doing this? What do I want out of this? How am I going to feel once yes. I achieve that goal? Mm-hmm. Um, and then as we move through, we'll set weekly goals. Um, we will I'll I'll put together a lifestyle and food plan on a weekly yeah. basis. Right. Um, I'll make meal suggestions which are around you know your preferences right what works into your lifestyle mm-hmm. um what how do you normally eat now it needs to be yeah. achievable for that person to make the change uh-huh. so so let's say that this is a first encounter where this all happens or okay and then what do i do do i come back the following week is there an online course what what happens um yes exactly so we'd catch up on a weekly basis um Uh either a 30 minute to an hour call we'll kind of work out a frequency Mm -hmm. when we start um which again works around your lifestyle I don't want to take up hours Mm -hmm. and hours of your time Mm -hmm. um and on those calls we'll sort of review how things are going the past week see the thing is it's interesting to me as I hear you talk you never talk about weighing yourself or getting on the scale or numbers that that doesn't seem to work its way through your you know your way of speaking and I'm wondering maybe that's part of the perspective is that part of how or do people have to get on the scale I mean I I don't know if the goal is, I guess in my case, I have to say, what did I say? 10? <laughs> I would have to measure it in some way, I guess. Uh, how does that figure into your program? 
So, um, and that's a great observation. And my focus is definitely less on statistics and more right. on intuitivity um, mm -hmm. and balance and feeling better. Mm -hmm. As a result of that, people do lose weight, which is great. Mm -hmm. But I don't sort well, of. What about the opposite? Um, a person is bone thin and they just can't, they're, they're just not motivated to get the nutrients into their body that they need. That is a, a very difficult case, that that side. You know, we always talk about the overweightness, mm -hmm. but has that ever happened to you with the client? It hasn't as of yet, actually. Uh -huh. it's, it seems mm -hmm. to be that it's more, the, right, the more common course. thing that I've dealt the with is the common other one. Around. Yeah, yeah. It's a very difficult um, thing to put on weight. Um, for many, many difficult. years, I worked as a um, an instructor, health instructor in a health club in the United States um, wow. when I was going through studying, you know, and it was about eight years. And and at that time, um, I, we called it aerobics and I would just simply aerobics, you know, so I was the runner and got women up, you know, jumping around, you know, doing everything. And um, the, what I noticed, uh, my takeaway was one, working with women is difficult. Mm -hmm. And working with women who do not like their bodies is even yes. more difficult. And um, no matter what you do, it's it's that that you can't. It's very difficult to get over their opinion of themselves. I'm sure you've had this um, this happen to you, uh, Faye. Okay, so I'm lying down, you're sleeping, and you sort of wake up a little too early, you feel like crap, you feel awful, and you get out of bed, and you, you're you sort of sluggish, and you think, oh my god, I have an appointment in, in an hour, I have to get dressed, I have to put on makeup, what? and then by chance, you walk in front of a mirror, and you think, hey, I don't even look that bad, and all of a sudden, you start feeling better, <laughs> You know, as if, yeah. you know, it's just the looking at yourself and that reflection makes you is makes infuses you with a new motivation and zest for life. And I'm wondering, I, I know you can't bottle that that view in the mirror and give it away as drops to someone. But um, but is there a part of your program that works on the psychological uh, side to accepting um, yeah. the reflection of that mirror? Yes, there is. And I think perception is an incredibly important thing. Mm -hmm. And I really want to cultivate a positive relationship with that with that female and with her own her own body. Yeah. yeah. And I think that can have a massive impact on how you see yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when we talk about body and embodiment, um, I do a lot of work. I'm a psychic and medium and I do a lot of work with with uh, the psychic world. And um and there is, uh, I can't remember now the author, the person who said it, but we are not uh, bodies and people. We are souls with a body. Uh, another um, guest mentioned a meat suit. We have a meat suit over us, you know? And so it's really an embodied soul. And if you think of it that way, mm. then then we're all exactly the same, except you have blonde hair. I have lighter blonde and, you know, she has black and sure. I have these 10 kilos that I mentioned, you know, maybe I should get rid of them, but 
so what? You know, my my neighbor was just, I just saw my neighbor and he put his arms around me. Boy, it's so good to see you. You're gorgeous. And, you know, and here I was thinking about, you know, so so it's it's a lot more than numbers like you mentioned, the statistics and mm-hmm. um the social side to the way we move because mm-hmm. I, I when i say move i mean interact with and move into and out of uh, our social uh, activities is very important now how this brings me to another question because um many people are uh, in in where we live you're in the uk i'm in italy it's a uh, winter season and uh many people go in hibernation, you know, they hibernate, they don't go out very much, it's too cold, you know. And um, then there are people who enjoy the 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 winter season so much, and they use it to, to go skiing and things like that. I imagine, and I'm, I'm asking, but I'm imagining that people who come to you also have um, sometimes difficulty with, uh, on a social level, level interacting. Is, does this emerge in your interviews with the first interviews with your clients? In terms of uh, sort of isolating themselves and yes. not going out? Yes. yes, yes. Some Sometimes, um, and I think definitely, especially this time of year in, in January, it's quite yeah. an overwhelming time. Yeah. yeah. Um, people are feeling a lot of pressure yeah. and you sort of, everyone. And what do you mean pressure? What kind of pressure? I think firstly, because for most, and of course it's different for everyone, but Christmas is a time of indulgence. It's a time of laying back and just just going with the flow. And Mm -hmm. you sort of, some some of your routines might go out of the window at that time. Uh Um, And January starts, you're back at work if you work. um, And all people are talking about are resolutions, goals. Mm -hmm. So and there's it can pressure. Be, mm-hmm. Yes, it can mm-hmm. be stressful. Um, and I think that causes people to isolate as well because they just feel a sense of overwhelm. Okay, so you don't do anything with them in terms of uh, touching on their movement or their um, their attitude towards interaction or their attitude towards walking or um the their concept the concept that they have of their bodies in movement does that figure in maybe i give you an idea maybe i'm giving you an idea for your future <laughs> for you to sit into your program because absolutely of, yeah, um, yeah not directly but yeah. i do i work more on their relationship with themselves which i think mm-hmm. in yes, turn of course they can have healthier of relationships course, of with course. those around them Yes, of course. That's the number one. It, that's where it all starts. And it's true. Re- thanks for reminding us about that. Thank you so much for taking the time, Faye, uh, to talk to us. We, we could find Faye at her website, faywilkinnutrition.com, or in uh, her Instagram handle is Faye the Nutritionist. And good luck to you, Faye. And I hope to have you back. Thank you so much. It was great speaking <laughs> with you. Bye-bye. Bye.